Erevin Perik Beis, Mishnah Gimel 2-3, and a direct continuation of the previous Mishnah, which had ended by saying that if you want to extend the distance that the Pase Biaros are encompassing to make a very large area to water your flock, that's fine. You can do it as big as you want, provided that just keep on adding additional boards so there's no gaps that are too big. That's how we ended the previous Mishnah. Here, Rabbi Yehuda is going to disagree and say there is an upper limit. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Ad Beis Sa'asayim. He says the maximum size that you can rely on is leniency of simply using using pasin, little boards, to offset the area around the well, is Beis Sa'asayim, the area of two Beis Sa'a. We've seen that just not long ago in the end of the previous Mishnah, uh, excuse me, previous parak. But just to remind you, the Sa'a is a volume. A saw roughly, let's think of it for now, was 12 liters. So you can think of the saw always as the six-pack of two-liter bottles. And that's talking about how many seeds you would have, which you would plant in a field that is the area the size of a base saw. That's, how many, that's how big an area, two-dimensional area, those seeds could go, let's say, for wheat. So the base saw works out to be 50 by 50 almost, 2,500 almost, roughly the size of a professional basketball court. So two of those, base saw same. Um, gets you to basically 50 by 100 almost, roughly 25 by 50 meters, the size of an Olympic swimming pool, and that is going to be the upper limit, says Rabbi Yehuda. Beyond that, you simply can't rely on this leniency of the Pasibiaros. Now, the rabbis disagree. Amru lo, they said back to him, lo amru beis sa'asayim. They said, yeah, it's true, there is this upper limit of beis sa'asayim that does apply for these rules of boxing off, you know, not uh, boxing off certain areas, um, and with leniencies, and at that point it's too, considered too big. But that's nothing to do with Pase Biaros. It's a whole different world. That's the world of using mechitzas to set off an area which is not called hukaf ladira. That's not enclosed for human residency. Meaning, if you have this big empty lot out in the middle of nowhere, so let's say for storing wood or something, so no one lives there. So even though if you put fencing around it, and let's say enclose an area of 100 acres, so technically, since you have fencing properly all the way around it, all 100 acres are Rosh Yachid, technically. But the rabbis felt that since no one lives there and it's a very large area, it doesn't feel anymore like Rosh Yachid. It feels like, more like a Carmelis or Rosh Hashanah, and therefore they treat it as a Carmelis, which means you're not allowed to carry inside that huge storage area, more than four almost, even though there are walls around it, Midurabon. So how big is too big an area to be enclosed um, with bona fide regular mechitzas. If that area is not designated for residency at all, that it would be considered to be you can't carry in it anymore or carry in or out of it anymore. And the answer is Beisa Saim, this area of two Beisa. So that's what the Mishnah says here. Amru Lo, the rabbi said, Lo Amru Beisa Saim. They never applied that upper limit of Beisa Saim. Ella except to a case of lagina v'lakarpef, to a gina and a karpef. A gina is a garden where you're growing things, um, like out in the field somewhere, set out of the city. So again, even though you've walled off your fat, your garden, it doesn't matter. No one lives there. It's too big. It feels like a quasi-carmelous. And a karpef is a storage yard, a place to store things, again, outside the city. So if that gets very large, no one lives there. It feels like a carmelous, and therefore... You can't carry in there in those areas, even though you have proper fencing, full-blown fencing, like mechitzas, um, and therefore medaraiz shusiyachid. The reason why the rabbi set the upper limit at beisa saim of two beisa is because that was the measure of the chatzer, the courtyard, in the time of the mishkan out in the desert. And since the rules of Shabbos are sort of built on the halachas that applied back in the time of the mishkan, and since they did carry 
in the desert, in the chatzer, in the courtyard of the Mishkan. And since it was based on it was 50 by 100 amos. So any area that big, even though it's not for living in, will let you carry. Bigger than that, as we said, is the upper bound, and you can't anymore. The mission continues, If we're talking about an area which is boxed off, it's set off with proper mechitzas, but it's a deer. A deer is a um, like a pen for animals. You set it up in your fields, and if you remember from Masechus Shvius, this came up over there, you kind of cord them off to a finite area so that they'll live there for a while, and they'll create a lot of manure, which will fertilize that land. That's what you're doing with a deer. You're setting it up over there. And that's out there in the hills somewhere, who knows where, um, which sounds like a place that, of course, would, if it's very large, would no longer be hook of Ladir. It's not set aside and marked off, um, included for residency. But remember, there's a shepherd. Since the shepherd is going to live there with the animals to protect them, so that's sufficient of residency that even if the deer is very large, bigger than based on Asayim, still um, you could carry within the area if that's proper mechitzas on Shabbos. And the, that's the deer as far as the sahar, the sahar is like a corral in town. So within the city, you have a corral, an area of area where you're going to keep your animals. Again, it's not for normal residency, but there is some farmer, excuse me, some shepherd who will live there with them, and that's sufficient. And therefore, if, even if you're a sahar, your corral is larger than two base sa'ah. If it's got proper mechitzas, you could carry within it on Shabbos because someone lives there, that's the shepherd. So those places, you could. O muktza or chatzer, and same goes if you have a muktza or a chatzer. If you remember that we've discussed in the previous parak, their urban planning was that people lived around like a central kind of courtyard, it's kind of like a cul-de-sac. So that central area was called the chatzer, the courtyard where people did their cooking and other other labors, and then like it would they'd have private access to the private homes from the chatzer. That's the chatzer, that's the front yard, if you will. Behind their houses, from often they had like a little area of their own that was sort of like a storage area, we'll call it like a backyard. So that's called the muktza. Muktza means a place for setting stuff aside. But people do, they throw stuff in the backyard. So the point here is, it's like a little storage facility, if you will, but it's connected to your home. It's the backyard, the muktza. So it's both the muktza in the back and the chatzar in the front, since they're sort of attached to your home and people do live there and adjacent to them, they're considered to be sufficiently hook of ladira, that even if you have a very large muktza or very large chatzar, bigger than beisa asayim, still you could carry within them on Shabbos, Again, provided you have proper mechitzas. And at that point, if you're talking about a, a deer or a sachar, the pen, the corral, the muktz or the chatzer, the backyard or the front yard, a filu base chameshes kurn. Even if it's a gigantic area, a kur is 30 saw. So a base kur is the size of 30 bate saw, 30 Olympic swimming pools. Um, we're talking five base kur, so we're talking five times that. 150 Olympic swimming pools, gigantic area. A filo base, a saris corn, or even if it's twice as big, it's 10 base core. It doesn't matter. Muta, you're allowed to carry in that area, provided that you have proper mechitzas, and because it's considered hook of ladira. Again, we've, we totally have moved away from the topic of Pase Biaros. We're just saying halachas that the rule of the base sasaim applies to areas not hook of ladira, and nothing to do with Pase Biaros per se. And therefore, the Mishnah ends by repeating what we said in the previous Mishnah, the Sheet of the Chachamim, that's to inform us, this is the halacha lamaisa, that notwithstanding Rebbe objection, mutter laharchik kol shehu, you can distance your pasi biyaros, we're back to pasi biyaros now, from the well, as far as you want, even if it's bigger than base sasayim, ublavad shi just make sure that you add additional um, boards to make sure there's no gaps that are too big between one board and the next board, and that's the halacha.